0: hello and welcome to the podcast I say that I only want to make episodes and I feel like they're useful informative interesting impactful in some way and I felt compelled to make a episode and this I think is quite interesting and I think a lot of people are going to be very surprised When someone who is very popular in social media, someone who is, uh, I don't know, you could call him very influential, very popular, very well known, um, (laughs) that um, I think that the way people are hoping the situation is going to (laughs) happen with this person is not the way that it's gonna play out um basically like i'm making a prediction right now it's august 2023 and i'm making a prediction that this individual uh, or least, actually it's more than one person um that they're actually um, not <laughs> it's not going to be like the super happy ending for them at least in the short term so, what am I talking about? Well, I don't want to be so specific on who I'm talking about. Although, some people can gather this, um, and will gather it from what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm more interested in talking about the conditions that allow so many people to support this individual or these individuals. And... um and really, not uh, even consider the f- the the possibility that these individuals have done some really awful and horrible things, or things that maybe you don't think are awful and horrible, but are in fact illegal. And uh, so, there's been like if you're if you've watched YouTube, and I've tried to get away from it, but I I haven't. Fully and uh, there's there's certain characters that become quite popular on YouTube and social media, but I'm just you know talking about social, like, talking about YouTube for the most part. Um, that um, and some of whom are controversial figures, whatever. But there's a particular um, person or people who are sort of making their rounds. On really popular, uh, I guess you would call them podcast shows, and um, are being viewed in an extremely positive light. And I want to explain why that. Uh, I want to explain a a a problem in society that I. Have seen and experienced over the last, I guess, decade. Particularly talking about the West and you know the U.S. specifically, but um, but I'm, i I know this is it's primarily that. I'm also just primarily speaking from that position. So um, there has been a vacuum that's been created. Um, that essentially there's been a lot of media and social media talk about like, I guess particularly in the West about men in general being somehow like inherently bad, that, um, there's these concepts about like the patriarchy and saying sort of like men have been in charge and like in an oppressive way towards women and there's also been this idea about um like this these social movements like me too and that sort of thing there's been very high profile cases um involving like Supreme Court justices where they are, you know, accused of wrongdoing against women. And so there's just been a lot of general this this sort of like general underlying push by a lot of media, television, movies comic books, video games that have tried to I guess empower women but at the same time a lot of these things have have really just been disparaging against men in general. And so a lot of men feel and to give you like an example just so we're on the same page in terms of the topic it's not uncommon or it's not frowned upon for women to say things like men are trash um, like that's just generally like no one's saying that that's like a hateful comment <laughs> you know <laughs> like people are allowed to say that women are allowed to say that type of thing in society without any pushback and so a lot of men feel like they were lacking purpose, like they don't belong, like they are sort of under attack. Just like a feeling that they're just not welcome in society. And... um that the focus is is really all about you know empowering women but at the expense of men right and so life I think generally is about balance and idealistically we would want to achieve like harmony and balance whatever that looks like but this is just one of the sort of perceptions of modern society in the west and so what happens is when you have a lot of a large group of people any type in this case men young men could be just men in general that feel there's a lack of support for them there they feel like they're not accepted they feel like they're not welcome all these things it it creates a vacuum, right? People in general want to feel validated. They want to feel like they have a sense of belonging. They want to know that they matter in some way. And when, when they don't feel that way, when most of society is telling them, is not telling them those things, then it, there, there's this void, this vacuum that's created and when there is this situations like this when there's a large vacuum there's an opportunity for figures to come along and fill that void right there's these sort of archetypal strong male alpha male type figures can come along and seemingly represent some idealistic view of what manhood should look like and they recognize this void and they essentially give to the void give to these people who are hungry for you know meaning attention uh positivity whatever attributes like even just attributes like strength which is like sort of been taught in society recently that that's like somehow a bad thing right someone comes along and says no that's a good thing and also uh it basically affirms this now large group of of disaffected men essentially men who feel like they're you know just sort of Missing out on society, you know, having difficulty finding relationships, feeling like, you know, the world is uh, not kind to them in many ways, all, all this stuff. I can kind of sound like a broken record here. But someone can come along and, and fill that void and tell those people essentially what they want to hear slash what they need to hear, right? And I say slash because, you know, if if you grow up lacking attention from a particular, like, figure in your life, then you can have a void there that is real, you know? It's like you, you, you have a sort of longing for something... You know, if you didn't have a father figure or mother figure, we'll just say father figure in this case, like there are strong male role model. Um, there, There is a void and a longing for that because it's something that we're supposed to sort of have and experience and... Um, And it it, it can happen, you know, it happens to men and women that get affected differently, somewhat similar in certain ways. Like, you may know someone who maybe didn't have a father figure, like a a young woman, and um, she might seek out male attention in different ways. You know, I mean, this is like, these are generalizations, everybody's affected differently, but... You know, it's fairly, uh, I don't want to say common knowledge, but um, where if, if someone like a young woman is, is in that position and then a, a certain man comes along who's may, maybe charismatic and, and appears to be loving and appears to be this masculine figure that they feel like they're missing or have been missing from their life. Then they could actually get into, um, you know, a relationship situation with someone who may not be good for them at all. You know, this person may be. The, the point is that there's the. This is not a man bashing or woman bashing thing at all. But it's just a reality of like, if there's a void there, sometimes. Certain. Like they might be attracted to certain types of men because they're looking for more of that sort of father figure-ish thing, archetype. And then that father figure archetype person might identify that that void in that person and potentially can exploit that. And the, so the same thing that happens for men. If, if men have a need for a strong male role model or they, they just don't feel like they have that strength or protection or don't don't understand what they're missing something there's some void there they can also um, be attracted to that look for the, the that type of role model and then again those type of role model type people or archetypal role model people can recognize a void in in and a you know a young man and also take advantage of them in perhaps in a different way right it doesn't mean that they're always gonna be taken advantage of, sometimes, you know, it works out in in terms of like people trying to help other people and people trying to help each other grow. And, you know, you you may, even if you're one of those people who have sort of like that type of void in your life, you may meet the right type of person who fills that void in, in in a positive way you know it's not always a negative thing and not everybody is out to take advantage of each other but what i'm saying is that there are people who are very focused on manipulating other people for their own gain and what i'm surprised to see and what i'm seeing <laughs> with uh Interviews, a lot of interviews with these, the, this particular person or persons. Um, is that that sort of quality? I think that they they initially gathered like a long, a, a large uh, male following, I suppose. But it's it's sort of both. It's like <laughs> I think there's certain people in life who are really master manipulators and I don't say master in a good way it's just they learn at some point in their life that they need to manipulate people in order to get what they want and they they know what they want and um, they are able to recognize these types of voids in people whether it's men or women doesn't matter and they exploit these people's vulnerabilities right they, they exploit the void to get what they want and these type of people are oftentimes you know they present very very well and and they also are sorry, I had to pause there for a second. um they're they're often very well they present very, very well. they are often very charismatic because they pay attention to what other people want and also what other people see and the reason i I, like i had another episode about like sort of archetypes and collective conscious and things like that there are unfortunate things like especially in the west where these archetypal stereotypes like are very strong and it's very unfortunate in my opinion But it's one of those things where like if you're a guy and you wear a suit everywhere, you will get treated differently than if you're a guy who does not wear a suit. It's just the reality. And when you wear a suit, just as an example, like an archetype, sometimes the person wearing the suit is wearing it because they know that people respond positively to people in suits. I've experienced it. I've experienced very different treatment based on the clothing that I wear. If I'm wearing a sport coat and I'm out and about, I get smiles much more frequently. I get, you know, old ladies seemingly happy for some reason, you know. There's like, people just respond to me much more positively. And if I'm wearing... A hoodie i get co- uh, like a completely different response i'm the same person personally a hoodie is much more functionally relevant in a lot of situations than a sport coat is but that is just built into the unconscious of society it just is what it is it's an archetype it's it's a real thing and it, i think it's one of the things i learned the most the most about being in america is that those stereotypical archetypes are very effective. They and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because it is true. If you drive a certain car, people treat you differently. If you wear certain clothes, people treat you differently. Like there's certain things about like outward appearance uh that just People people seem to really value, and um, it's an un, it's unfortunate. It's not you know, and it could could go into like career and different things, and it's just I don't know. It, it just it doesn't really make sense once you like start to break it down and look at these things closely, but it still is effective, and it's still just these things just work, you know, because not everybody in a suit is a good person. Or is or is there to even even like help you with anything, or is knowledgeable, or anything? It's just they just wearing a suit. That's it, you know. But um. But. People who learn to manipulate, to get what they want. Become. Acutely aware of these things, and, a lot of times they will start to build a sort of like. Lifestyle that, that reflects, uh, that, that uses what people generally want to see in order to get what they want. I mean, that's basically it. That's basically it. And, um, you know, so we have this combination of, like, this these things happening where on one side you have these men who, who like, don't really feel safe in Western society uh, you know there's all sorts of commentary to make about the dating market and that sort of thing where a lot of men don't feel safe um, they are worried about false accusations are worried about um, a lot of things and and um, you know I've personally experienced in business situations this you know I've had people manipulate in different ways that I recognized you know both men and women um, and I'm just but I'm, in this case I'm just talking about uh, I've had at least you know well I have t- two scenarios that I recall like recently that not recently but throughout my experience in doing business where if there was a situation where someone agreed to purchase a service and is either already paid money or is or is um contractually obligated to pay money like they're in the contract you know in because one situation happened one way or the other the other where for whatever reason the per other person wants to breach the contract right they want to either they either want their money back after you provided a service, or they want out of the contract that they're currently in, and they don't want to have to continue to be financially responsible for that. And I've seen in these two cases, I've seen women uh, basically try to cause reputational damage. In order to get what they want and you know I think most people if you've <laughs> lived through like school at least like you've seen this type of thing where you know some people they're maybe they're used to getting what they want or what for whatever reason they have this thing where they if they don't get what they want they will they will try to destroy your reputation you know they tell other people bad things about you they try to you know create rumors or they'll lie about things um, in order to to get to get what they want you know and it's it's devastating it's really especially if it's like the first time you've dealt with it you know or even the second time it's just like it's just an awful thing that not everybody does you know, some people, a lot of people are good, honest people, but some people use manipulation tactics, right, in different ways. So, again, this is not a man versus woman thing, I'm talking about manipulation on both sides (laughs) for this episode. But I'm just saying, the reason I brought, I'm bringing that up is because, like, I, I can understand and empathize with Men in Western culture feeling vulnerable, and when someone in media, like some social media figure, comes along, and is 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 projecting themselves as this like masculine archetype that says, you know, it's okay to be masculine. It's you know, it's all, um, you know. It's possible to achieve success, and generally, like, they're showing off their success, right? Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm flying on private planes, and I have nice cars, and I'm dating beautiful women, and all of these things, and um, sort of, um, it's easy to get allured when you're, when you're, when you feel piled on, like, Towards someone like that, towards someone who embodies that archetype, and uh, and you can you can easily get like it's it's like the there's these little fish I don't know what they call them uh, but they're like they live in the depths of the ocean and they have a little light this like almost like a little antenna it starts from their head and they're like it's like a little thing, it's almost like a little fishing rod, and at the end of it is a bright light, and they use it to attract prey. And so if you're one of those you know, fish that they're preying on and you go towards the light, all of a sudden, like right behind that light is like this mouth of this fish that just devours its prey. And we like to think as humans, like, we're, you know, we're not susceptible to that type of thing. But I remember very specifically, I was playing a video game years ago. And there's this scene where you go underwater. And, uh, like, that exact situation happens to you. There's this bright light, you start going towards it, and all of a sudden, like, this fish comes and get you. So I'm saying that because you know i'm susceptible most people are susceptible to manipulation it's just it's just part of life and and it's something that we have to just be i guess cognizant of and aware of and it often comes in the form of of like it often happens to people when they're feeling you know vulnerable or they feel some sort of deficit but It can just happen, just generally speaking. There's different types. Different types. So, what I'm noticing again is like, this figurehead in social media was like, one of these people, they were very alluring. And I have to sort of, I guess, more allude to like, who I'm talking about because of the details of the situation, which is that there was a essentially like this person is like very influential on social media and there's an announcement that they're basically getting arrested and they have to spend time in and in, in being arrested <laughs> like they're being held and uh, but this is in another country and the way these other countries laws work They don't, um, they can hold someone for like months at a time without actually uh, having a conviction. And so, from an American perspective, that's very concerning. We don't like the idea of holding someone without them being convicted of a crime. Right. So. So whether whether it was an intentional or not, the optics of the situation made this influencer look like a martyr in a lot of people's eyes. Look like someone who was a victim of of this, uh, you know, being held against their will. Basically, and they got a lot of favorability from a lot of folks, and um, because of that, because it felt like what was happening to them was unjust. But what I, the reason I'm not, I don't want to talk specifically about them is like because this is more of a of like the social conditions involved to make people think the way that they're thinking about this particular person who still like every every interview that they do there seems to be a lot of positive Mm -hmm. reaction like people even people who like assumed that this was a bad person or bad people Are going like, oh, you know, now that I hear from them, I kind of like them. Or they have, you know, they have a lot of good things to say. And just generally have a positive outlook. Like, the more the person talks, the more favorably they appear in American media, at least. Or social media space. And, um... So, it's gonna be... I think a shock to a lot of people. I'm just guessing. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm not an attorney, I'm not involved in any of this. But I think my prediction is just that a lot of people are gonna be shocked that I don't think it's gonna go the way that they're hoping it's gonna go, but we'll see. You know. <laughs> like, um What I'm saying is, you A, you have to be careful. Like if you're on the side of like pro women and you want women's conditions to be better, that's great. But you have to be careful that you're not tearing down men in the process because it can create these voids where then men generally will go and look towards figures on, I mean, social media is the main place place that people are now, where they will start to follow people who are not necessarily great people, not necessarily teaching them things that are really great, even though they they may appear to be that way. And it can create a situation that's actually worse than it would have been otherwise if there was just like, some sort of mutual respect and dialogue to see like how can we work together to become you know better together as opposed to what's happened in in a lot of society is like western society is is more of this idea of really like men are not needed you know like there's countless examples of this even like this latest like uh snow white movie that's i guess being produced i think maybe it's already been filmed this head actress has like said some things that are very very like negative towards just men generally speaking but it's not about that person specifically it's endemic of the broader societal makeup and um or sort of like the social conditions that allow people to say those types of things you know men are trash you know i'm done with men (laughs) like that kind of thing um so even with like the me too movement the intention is really good in terms of like you know people who have been legitimately victimized like need justice and there's nothing wrong with that, but when it extends farther into taking out people who aren't necessarily, um, or, or just like, just generally speaking, like negatively against men, then it becomes like a it becomes a different type of problem, and. Uh, so, so there's a lot of that there's a lot of like discomfort I would say like social dis ease about sort of the relationship between you know the sexes and, and and anyways I mean like I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say is that you like because I'm a sort of nerdy person and I'm into tech. The best example I can possibly give is that Apple was not doing super well at a certain point. And if you were, you were either a Microsoft guy or you were an Apple guy, you know, you were either a Windows guy or you were a Mac guy, that was it. And when Basically, at some point, Steve Jobs, who was the head of Apple at that point, sorry, Steve Jobs, who was the head of Apple at that point, made a deal with with uh, Bill Gates, who was the head of Windows, and allowed Microsoft Office to be on the Mac. And in order to let Office be on the Mac they accepted a lot of investment from Microsoft, from Windows. And um, what that did was it allowed Apple to really ultimately thrive. It was a sort of major turning point in Apple's success. But prior to that decision, like I said, like people were either strongly attached to the identity of Apple, or they were strongly attached to the identity of Windows. and and Microsoft. And so when Steve Jobs announced that they were going to be working with Microsoft, he did it in front of a crowd of Apple developers and they were upset. They were booing. They were, you know, their response was like, how could you do this? How could you work with the enemy? And Steve Jobs in his business wisdom said, in order for Apple to win, or we have to get away. I'm paraphrasing. You. He said, "In order, like, we have to get away from this mindset that says, in order for Apple to win, Microsoft has to lose. Like, because that's not a, that's not a, the right mindset to to really win, <laughs> actually. And it and we have this this pervasive attitude." it seems like it's a it's very much like in order for women to win men have to lose and that's something that we really need to get away from I'm gonna say in society or just like challenge people to, to be very careful about the, that type of thinking and if you're having trouble with that type of thinking just think about it in terms of like race or something else you know and in, in, in order for some group of people to win the other group of people doesn't have to lose, you know? We, we can all, we all actually win when we work together. Rising tide you know, raises all boats, or whatever. Um, and so it's not only that, it's just like, when you get too much into attacking other groups or trying to, into that mindset where you think the other group has to lose, it pushes them into this corner that makes them vulnerable to to negative things, um, you know, to to them to be being attracted to more negative forces than they were previously, potentially negative forces. So, so I want to share that because what I'm seeing right now is a particular this particular individual that I've like yet to name or individuals that is going on this PR campaign that seems like it's working really well right for them. Every time they get on a podcast, every time they get interviewed, the reception is positive. People are viewing these people like they're victims, like they're you know, that they're just these innocent people who have been put in this bad situation and that, you know, there's sort of an unjust, there's an unjust thing happening towards them. And it's, uh, I'm concerned because this individual has, like, m- marketed themselves as the The stereotypical, you know, the archetypal male, strong male figure. And they've done a really good job at that, right? They're continuing to do a good job at that in terms of like PR effort. If, if and when, when and if this archetypal figure gets, you know, I'm all saying if, and when, if, if they get even when they get convicted. Of the charges that are, levied against them. Which the more that you look into it, I mean I'm you know I'm not a juror. Um, and I'm not sure this is like another country's judicial system, so who knows what's gonna happen? And there's, there's like room for. Corruption and bribery and all these type of things, and I'm, you know, who knows what's gonna happen there. But the point is, like, we're getting into one of these areas where public perception is on one side, and then if if the case or the facts of the case show that it's on that the law is actually on the opposite side of public perception, then you tend to have like bad things happen. And I think that, I think these, you know, this individual, these individuals, I think they know that very well. I think that they're doing a masterful job of, of like, getting public perception on their side. And, um, you know, and there's something to that. But, uh, but it's, it's also potentially a room for disaster because, the The more they push that public perception to one side, if they actually get convicted of what they are charged with, you know, there's this massive chasm, and then within that chasm are these disaffected people who are looking for a strong figure in their lives, and I've talked about like men being attracted to that, but there's also women who are attracted to that as well. And you know, again, for like sort of that similar reasons, like this lacking of this figure that they they feel that they need, and um, you know, there's there's some inner healing, there's there's some gap within themselves. Um, so so if that occurs, right, like if they can get convicted of what they're charged with, and if if public perception is so far on. Their favor, then we get this weird well, not just weird, but I suppose you get this perception like perception of like rage or mass injustice. But I think what is more important for people to do, and I think the thing that people have gotten away from ever since social media has become a thing. is precisely due, due process. You know, th- people don't wait until all the facts come in before they make the decision. I haven't said this whole time that this person is guilty or persons are guilty or that they're innocent. Right? I haven't said either way. Um... And I think it's important to get back to that. I, I think, uh, or, you know, I don't know, if saying we should get back to something is very useful. It's just, there used to be, it feels like there used to be more of an idea that someone was, um, I don't know, people like waited until everything, All the facts came in I guess. Of course like if you're like intimately involved in the details or if you're like involved some way directly like you're gonna have strong opinions on it either way but I think what's important is what's important to this in this situation I think is just that more I'm more I'm less concerned about the individual in terms of like you know of course I want justice for them and, and their alleged victims like either way that goes right whatever the truth is and whatever the whatever is appropriate and just is should be done whether that's you know guilty or not guilty or whatever um, but as a society we're kind of seeing this play out as this drama that um, is more endemic of like the state of relations between people and society, you know, and I just, so, it would be nice if we could view people as individuals, you know, and take into account I guess the full story of things um, before we like either totally support someone or we totally dismiss them. Because there's just been many times I've seen this play out with like people either totally supporting someone or totally dismissing someone and they don't know the facts of the, the case, you know? So it's just. it's also like it's also the thing of if we can just win together that would be great you know if like there wasn't this sort of like this bashing of heads from one side or to the other and people getting like super tribal whether it's you know left versus right or man versus woman or what other dichotomies you know like these things are not they're great for headlines I guess they're great for like so called viral content I guess but they're not really good for functioning society so you know so if you're i guess if you're someone who's like feeling like because we all have some sort of void you know like we all are missing something we are all dealing with some trauma or something you know different than others and some you know worse than others or i don't want to really compare but just like everybody's dealing with something and uh It it's, is kind of unfortunate that it feels like we have to sort of build up that compassion for ourselves we're not necessarily getting it from society. And I wish we could find a way to to have more of a compassionate society. It just seems like it's difficult. It seems like social media makes it a lot more difficult because there's a it's so easy for people to become tribal, right? Someone posts something, something, someone says something. Even the examples I gave, I think I gave a Snow White example. Like, people are going to feel strongly one way or the other. You know, you're going to either defend the person or you're going to attack the person. I don't like use that word, but defend them. Or you're going to be against them in some way, you know? Um, as opposed to us, like, trying to... Find a middle ground. It just social media is just not really good at middle ground. It's just not. It's not, and as a result, like society is like lacking a middle ground. It seems. More and more, but plus, it's just easier for people to become disillusioned and, and sort of uh to be separate from one another. You know, f- even physically, like it's just easier for people to be isolated, to be in their own bubbles, and, um, and when they're in those places, again, it's like they just become attracted to whatever archetypal figures represent their own sort of antidote to their own personal pain and anguish, whether, you know, it's uh, feeling like something's missing or feeling like you had specific trauma or whatever. So It's It's I guess it's like Whether the person's guilty or not People are guilty or not Like that's not the point It's just I don't know if we should be Propping them up In some way Where if you see an interview with them Then like You're either gonna believe them Or not believe them Like Ideally, ideally, the courts, you know, would, would, would like decide that in a just way. I mean, that's an ideal scenario, but you know, a lot of people don't trust court systems these days and that sort of thing too. So it's makes it even tougher. And um, I don't know, it, it's such a weird time with like influencers. It's a real... It's a weird time. I just worry about, like, you know, the the people who really, like, blindly support someone. Because you can... can, It doesn't have to be black and white, right? Like, you can... You could look at someone who is charismatic, who has achieved some success in their life, and and whatever, and you can... And who's very, like, well-spoken and everything. And you can... You can still like, gain something from them, right? Like, not, I don't want to look at gain something, but you can still, like, respect certain aspects of their being, their personality, their, their you know, their past, their actions, their intentions, like, whatever. Like, you can still have... You can... It's like you can still have respect for people who have done bad things, right? Right? Like, no one is perfect. So it doesn't have to be that this person's either the worst thing in the world or they're the best thing in the world. It can be a little less extreme, but it also can be, like, if you're listening to the things that they're saying, you can also determine and be a little skeptical of, like, is the person telling the truth? They might be telling the truth about some things. They may not be telling the truth about other things. That's much more realistic. And what are the things that are they are not telling the truth about? And you know how am I? How, you know how does that maybe affect my view of them? Um. That that's a thing. It's like. It's controversial, I guess, to say that, but it's it's like, in reality, if you're interested in like comics, for as an example, some of the greatest comics of all time have done super questionable, if not downright like offensive, wrong or legal things in their lives, right? And does it? To, but does that take away from their ability to? you know, be a comic genius or whatever, then, you know, it's like, they, like, two things can be true. They can be a comic genius, but they can also have done bad things. And so, you know, it's I guess it's up to the individual. Some people will write them off completely. Some people will still, like, listen to the comedy and think that it's, you know, good and relevant and understand, like, the the work and the genius. You know, it's... Like, they were genius, but, like, under, like, they appreciate the craft of it. You know, they appreciate their, like, their talent. It's just like anything, right? Somebody can be a really good singer. You can appreciate their music and recognize that maybe that they've made some mistakes in certain areas, you know? Or some people just don't listen to music, whatever. Um, it's... it's it's fascinating. It's a fascinating time. Um I just I think that I just think that like <laughs> there's a this there's this potential for like a lot of people to get blindsided if this person slash people go down for what they're charged with. You know, people are gonna be like shocked. They're going to think that that there's, you know, that it's corruption and everything else. Um, (laughs) I just, I'm saying all this because, like, I've also been, like, I'm, I also have fell into, like, the allure of these archetypal figures, right? Like, I... I can see why they're so attractive, you know? Like, I can see it. I get it. I really do. I really do. But at some point, there is, like, the possibility that there is serious manipulation going on from these individuals. Like, they are potentially trying to ma- manipulate people you know to save their you know i don't know just, just drum up as much positive pr as they possibly can and the unfortunate part is like because the vacuum exists the damage that they can potentially do is much greater than you know if it was just if no one knew who they were you know it's like there's a potential that people are like manipulating people in order to gain as much, as much positive sentiment as much good PR as possible. Just like this person who's, who tries to drum up as much negative PR about someone when they're trying to do reputational damage against them, people can also try to drum up as much positive uh, publicity as they possibly can. And they also may be targeting other, you know, not targeting, they they may also be throwing a lot of, um, I don't know, negativity towards anybody who's like against them, you know, during the process. So beware of master manipulators. Like, they exist. And I'm a little bit in shock that people who are like intelligent interviewers on the internet like people who have very popular podcasts interview shows things like that like I'm I feel like I'm seeing I feel okay like I'm seeing this them being manipulated like everybody else and like them manipulating them purposefully manipulating the people who are interviewing them because they're also trying to get favor with them. Because if they get favor with their interviewers, they get favor with their audience, you know. So it's like a great strategy for them. But, um, but I feel like I feel like a lot of people are getting manipulated right now. I feel like there's like this master manipulation happening. So, again, like my prediction is kind of like, well. We'll see how it goes. But it also could go like very bad for this person and the other person. I mean, I think they know that, I guess. But um you know we'll see. Um <laughs> I mean, the reason I say it could go bad is like if the people who they've potentially manipulated, or at least like gained favor with who are popular interviewers and podcast hosts and things if those same people change their mind and are you know and view different evidence that shows the person in completely different light and they they feel like oh they weren't manipulated you know like then they could completely like you could basically have all these people who are now supporting them turn the back on them but I don't know how that's gonna play out it's just like this big really interesting thing that's occurring uh, you know sort of like consistently in the background um, on social media YouTube and that sort of thing so it's not something like I I see often but it's like every once in a while it's like pops up big interview, you know, big thing, like, so, I've personally changed my view, I initially viewed this person slash people as, like, as mostly positive, and now I, I view them as mostly just people who are just extremely, extremely manipulative people that's that's my current view of them that they exploit people <laughs> um just a few you yeah, my feeling uh that th- that they're more like exploitative of others who are feeling some sort of void than anything else so we'll see how it goes